Yeah, I think it would. Really? I don't, I don't agree with that. Let's test it. No. <laughs> right, we should be live soon. Bum, 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 That man 666, he's on Twitch, too. Yes, I've he is. Alright, we're live. Hello, everyone! It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to the most watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens podcast in the world, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens Up. We are going to go over all things episode 41, uh, which was loaded with so much stuff. Uh, not only do we have the Ronze Gakuto duel to go over, obviously we are going to talk about the ending scenes. We are getting a tournament. It's time to get hyped. We are getting a tournament in this show. Um, we got some news on the tournament in regards to the 42 summary, which we are also going to be going over a little later on. Uh, just a, a really good time, in my opinion, to be a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. Uh, and even the start of the show between uh, what happened with Mimi and what happened with the Maximum News. I mean, there is so much to cover. So many different plot points to go over. Obviously, we are on a bit of a skeleton crew here today. Uh, it is myself and Pete. Pete, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks good. For having me. I always love having you on, yeah. dude. Thank you for being a part of this. Uh, Nick T, unfortunately, uh, have has his younger sister's confirmation. So he was a late scratch. So Nick T will not be here this Wednesday. He will not be here next Wednesday either. Of course, next Wednesday will be more like an after dark. It's not going to be a Yu-Gi-Oh! related one because there is no Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's episode this Friday. So a little reminder in case you forgot, there is a week break. Uh, episode 42 will not be airing until the first uh, Saturday of April. I'm used to saying Friday, but remember because the time change. Yeah, it's going to be Sunday mornings in Japan as opposed to Saturday mornings. Um, and then Calibro, exciting news here, because obviously we've been without Calibro for a long time. It's been a long time. Calibro will be returning very soon, potentially next week. He is coming home from Florida on Sunday, so that is really exciting. We'll be happy to have him back. And then going forward, 42 and on, we should be back to the full team of four um, and have some guests on as well, so should be fun. Um, but anyway... We are going to talk, talk all things episode 42. We are going to dive in to all these different topics. Before we get into our thoughts on the episode and any theories that you guys have, any theories that we have after watching the episode, I do want to thank everybody who donated in the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. We had an insane amount of donators, and you guys are the reason that this setup looks as good as it does. I mean, if you remember, the early days were on a... a a not straight folding table, a square wood, folding table, yeah, the, wood the one. wooden one, yeah. horrific. There was nothing. These walls were barren. It was, it was dark days. It was dark days. And because of the support you guys have shown me, we've been able to kind of put together a really nice looking studio here. Uh, so I am thankful for that. Uh, so big thank you to Sean Gilbride, Blake, uh, sorry, Blake Engelbrett, Drago77 Blue, X Slayer, Megan Dunn, Underdog Chris, Ice Aiden, Nicholas Horton, Pseudo Rider50, Kayo Cesar Campos, Nick Schoner, Adam S, Jack Knight21, TNX Rail, QCQ, Janet Ernst, Legendary Duels, Electric Heaven, 15, Drone, The President Controller, Novice Gamer, Mega Karibo, Adam, Wandering Soul, Solid Snack, Limestone, Cassius, and Chapel of Flapple. Remember, there are two ways to donate if you're interested in supporting us that way. You can do it through the YouTube Super Chat or use the link in the description. The link in the description, a larger portion does come to the channel, uh, but if you choose to donate... Do whatever way you feel comfortable with. Just thank you for uh, choosing to support me in that way. And thank you for just being here watching the show. Um, Pete, 
I want to know your thoughts. Obviously, I got to start with you. I don't actually have an opening monologue for this. There's nobody else There's here. nobody else here, so I got to pick on you. Um, and I'm actually curious. To me, this felt more like the actual beginning of the arc. Yeah. Way more than last week's episode. I and I loved last week's episode. Yeah, I think good. we all really did. Good. But I felt like last week's episode could have been really anywhere in the show right now. Mm-hmm. It could have been five episodes into this arc and it would have felt normal. Yeah, true. Um, what were your thoughts on 41? Really liked it. Um, I just felt, um, I don't know, it just felt like we were back in some kind of way. Yeah. Is that weird to say? No, it's not. Like, it just felt like we had that little layover, which I really enjoyed with the Roman stuff of kind of finding herself last week. Mm-hmm. But since our last arc, and I wasn't really a huge fan of, like, kind of, like, there was some things I liked about the Asana, like, two-episode thing, but I, I, it wasn't as good as the Neil stuff, right? Yeah. And so I felt it was a little bit, we were going a little bit down, and I wasn't a huge fan of that arc in general. This felt like, hey, there's potential here where, hey, we're getting a we're getting a tournament. Yeah. The first one since Arc 5. Yeah, absolutely. And that was something that you always hyped up. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll see that in Brains. And then it never happened. No. And so <laughs> and so it's nice now because I'm, you know, I finished a, a tournament arc in 5Ds is really that. And I guess you could count Duel's Kingdom. But uh, yeah, it, 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 those are my experiences with tournament arcs. But it's nice watching one live when... You know, everyone in the community doesn't know what's going to happen. Right, exactly. And I'm, and I'm the outsider. It's nice that we're all watching it together. Yeah. Uh, the episode itself really enjoyed the duel, actually. Um, I can't really say that about Ronza's kind of last couple duels that mm-hmm. she's had. This one felt just different. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because she was insane. Yeah. Or, and she just, she shifted between so many different feelings in this, but I really enjoyed Gakuto. And I know it's weird to say that. He was the star of this episode because clearly he was. But he really stood out for me here in this, of the way he dueled, the way he could see right through what Rons was going through and wanting to bring her out of it. And then, even when he gets his way at the end, he still lets her go. Mm -hmm. Which is something I theorized last week of, like, that was one of my reasons I picked Gakuto because I think the guy that he is, he still realizes that, hey, she's kind of grown out of this, I need to let her go anyway. So he snapped her back to reality and then let her out. So all those points really worked for me. Yeah, uh, you you said it best. This episode I just felt was, I don't want to say on a different level, because I feel like that's kind of cliched and it makes it sound like all the other episodes weren't good, which I don't think that's the case at all. I think Sevens has been a well It makes it sound show. like it's on the, the maximum introduction level. Yeah, and I, right. That episode was peak for me still, but this was a really, definitely the best setup episode in Ark has had. I'll say that. In my opinion, this was the best setup episode in Ark has had. Um, not only was the Gakuto Ranze stuff really interesting, but between, again, what happened with Mimi at the beginning, confirmation that maximums are being printed, confirmation that there's a tournament coming up, and then that Ranze nail scene at the end, which, of course, we're going to talk more we'll deep talk about, the, about the implications that that scene might have. There was just so much that happened in this episode outside of the duel. Um, and then you even had Rook being his typical comedic evil self. And I don't know, there is a difference, in my opinion, between the sort of comedy that Rook had in this episode versus the kind of comedy that he has in, like, the Schrodinger and uh, Dove Rap yeah, episodes. I, I don't really, know. really enjoyed the humor, actually. There was actually a couple of times I smirked in this one because it just, it worked better for me. It, yeah, and I agree. I thought, actually, pairing him with Kaizo really worked well, where those two characters Which isn't a... can usually annoy <laughs> the hell out of me, yeah. especially Kaizo, and, like, just going on their power trip and, yeah. and the, the animation style to give them like the red eyes and they're evil and like mm-hmm. they, they look almost like dictators, I thought was great. Yeah, no, really well really done. Worked. 
completely agree. And so even that was very enjoyable for me. Uh, and I just feel like this episode was one of the best in a while. And that's always really good when you have a very good episode like this, I think, in the beginning of the arc. Obviously, yeah. you want to have good episodes at the end of the arc and in the middle of the arc. But I think the most important parts of an arc is the start of it and the end of it. Obviously, the middle where the meat is is important. But I think you can almost take a step down if the start is good and the end is really, really strong. Mm -hmm. And so, really good setup for this. And I gotta be honest, with a tournament where Rook is all of a sudden gonna, I think, have to be a little more serious. That light's always flickering. I know. He's gonna have to be a little more serious because he wants to achieve his title of King of Duels. Yeah. I think you're gonna have a lot more serious duels. You can have a lot more crazy matchups that you wouldn't be able to have normally. Uh, and of course, while this tournament is happening and we're seeing these potential, you know, thriller duels of Rook versus Roa, Roa versus Roman, Nail versus Rook. I mean, there's so many amazing duels. Asana could come back. Asana could, and I hope she does come back. Asana versus Nail. Like, there's so many Asana versus Roman. Roman versus, um, you know, Sushiko in a rematch. I don't know if I'd put that on the level as, you know, any Rook, Roa or Nail duels, but still. Uh, there's just so much Ro uh, Roman versus Princess G. There's so much potential here. And while all those duels are going on, we're all going to be wondering one thing as the audience. Why? Why is Goha hosting this tournament? Because I doubt they really care who the best Rush duelist is. No. Why There's... are they suddenly behind promoting Rush duelists? Yes. There's obviously an ulterior motive here. I'm not sure what it could be. Mimi isn't either. Um, Mimi isn't either. I guess we can kind of jump to that scene. Mimi gets a notebook, a poorly drawn notebook, yeah, talking about I how to eliminate rush duels. I think a child did it. I think a child did it as well. Um, how to eliminate rush duels, how to kill rush duels, whatever the title of that notebook was. And she goes, you know, what idiot employee thought this up? Opens it, seems to know who it is. And maybe it's brilliant when she opens it up. It didn't look great, you know aesthetically on the outside is right. the favorite word yours. Right. But maybe on the inside, the content really kind of struck her of like, huh, this could really destroy it. Yeah. But she makes the point. She goes, I don't really care about destroying rush tools. Like, she has no problem with them. Right. She obviously knows her son loves them. It's that she cannot let Goha's reputation go down the tank any further because then how would she remain as president? Not to mention, what would the drone possibly do to her? Right. So, and right. how much in control is she? I mean, those are things we'll find out as this goes on, but that was very fascinating. It was very, very interesting. Do you have any theory on who could have sent that in? At first, I was like, oh, maybe it's Yoshio, like her son, like sending something. And I thought it was going to be, before she read it, I thought it was going to be in the sense of like, loving rush duels right. right and this is why i want you to keep them around like a kid would write like fan letters yeah like right? santa but yeah. then when it was like oh about to kill him i was like okay well it's not him so who could it be in my mind it's got to be a character we haven't met yet that that's kind of where I'm i have at. two theories on it and one this would be 4d chess i think i think there's a slight possibility slight that it could be yuga but why Give me, your, give me your reason. Because he is just one step ahead of every single villain and every single character in this show. And he's already identified Goha as a threat. right? He's already He knew that Goha was the one that was holding Asana hostage. Mm -hmm. And what if Yuga sent this in and maybe that plan was to host a tournament 
to try and get them canceled for whatever and reason. Instead of and instead it's trying to promote the game and get Goha to basically expose themselves for the, the nefarious deeds that they're doing. I, I can't really think of the angle that Yuga would come from, but Yuga has done so many big brain things in this show so far that it would not shock me if he's another step ahead of every single person it's in the show. It's entirely possible. I just... You're not buying it. No, it's not that I, I couldn't see it coming. I mean, if that happened, I'd be like, well, okay, yeah, you know, it's Yuga, right? Mm. But I feel like it's just going to be someone we haven't met. So, and I feel like it's more sinister of, like, actually helping go off. Someone, someone we haven't met yet. If it's someone we haven't met yet, do you remember in the episode two? You think it's going to be that little girl? You remember her, yeah. right? You really think it's going to be her? I mean, this show is so tightly written. That was not a random... That girl, remember... Sounded like she was four. She had a direct line to the Goha office. Yeah. The original who, Mr. Who, Goha. We first thought, oh, maybe it's his daughter. Yeah. But now we know that Mr. Goha's a drone. Yeah. So it's And that not, guy's dead. And, right. And whoever was, yeah, whoever was the human is dead. So hopefully it wasn't her dad that was being controlled. So it's not like this is the drone's daughter or something. Maybe it was a younger girl that was taken in by the drone. I, I don't know. But I don't know who that girl is. I could see it being that girl as well. Those are my, my two theories. No, I think those are two good theories, man. Yeah, when it comes to that notebook, but really fascinating I'm, I'm just on the train of it's someone we haven't met yet. Yeah, I, and that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, and of course, I, I never read the comments from you lovely people in the chat live. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday nights. Uh, hopefully, you guys are coming up with some great stuff like you do every week. I literally, yeah. and Pete can vouch for this, I literally uh, go back and watch every single Sevens Up in full, read all the comments. So I always read what you guys write, just never in lifetime. Otherwise, I would get too scramble-brained, and I don't think the production would be that that good. So uh, I do apologize I keep, for that. I keep him on track. Yes, um, exactly. Well, Miguel Jimenez did point out, he said, also, Mimi knows who, who she is because of her reaction. So implying that when you yeah. open that book, you you recognize, Mimi recognizes who that could be. That's right. definitely can give onus to, to some of your theories. Man. Right, and that's yeah. why, like, even more shocked Mimi would be if it's Yuga, the guy who made Rush Duels. I don't know. I, I think there is... I yeah, know. but, like, it, you couldn't... It would have to be in a secret way if it was Yuga because the drone would be able to see that and then possibly no, sense that, yeah. that there's a plot here against Goha. So it would have to be in some creative way that Mimi can recognize it's Yuga, but the drone can't recognize it. What if it's Otis? I mean, I guess, right? I mean, Otis is kind of. I mean, seriously, how, how much does Mimi know about Otis? Well, remember, she was there in the in the Seven's Royal Hell Hall when Yuga and Roa had their duel. Right, but like, so she knows all the backstory. I guess she could recognize him if somehow his picture or something. Remember, was she was the one who tried to initiate arresting him yeah. in that moment. So, yeah. but now I don't think it's Otis. I'm now, just I'm just they, throwing they, that out there. I, don't I, I am wondering though where he is. I mean, he's another yeah. character that's just disappeared. Yeah, and he's a character that I I gotta be honest, I don't. I don't fully trust Otis. I just don't. I just don't fully trust him. And maybe, I think it's the theme of Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens to not trust adults. Right? That's the theme of the show. Yeah, um, I would agree. Because the only two adults that we've seen are, well, we've seen a few adults, but now Mimi is working directly with, you would imagine, the main villain, even if she's not villainous herself, which I don't think she is. Um, and then Princess G, although Princess G seems pretty pretty honest. Yeah, and we've seen some good things out of Mimi. We saw her last episode, so. No, definitely. But I'm just saying... At the moment, she, when she first got introduced, remember she tried to steal Rush Duels, 
and and misled the group. She did. And now she's working directly. I think that's a theme of the show that it, don't trust adults. No. Think about all of Top of Hexagon. No, I agree with that. Yeah, well, so, they're a bunch of fools. Well, they're idiots. I completely bunch agree. Of, even Mimi agrees. Yeah. So I think just because of that fact alone, I I have trouble trusting Otis, but. We'll see. Um, another thing I want to touch on because there was there was so much that happened in this episode. Um, we could, I mean, we could spend so much time talking about the duel, but I, I feel like more people ca- kind of watch my channel and watch this podcast for the plot points. Yeah. Um, man, this is a great episode to talk about. Great episode to go into the break on. Honestly, it really, it really is. Um, that ending scene, Ronze leaves and offers her services to Nail. Were you shocked by that? I was shocked. I was pretty shocked. Yeah. And it was, um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a case where Ron's, Ron's, however you want to say it, uh, we didn't see her for a little bit. She goes in kind of like a self-discovery uh, sabbatical yeah. kind of thing. And no, immediately went to Neil. So my question is, when did she get in contact with Neil? Or how does she know where to go? Right. Because right. that was a secret spot that, that took Kaizo some, some doing to figure yeah. out where that was. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah. What, what's going on there? How long have they been talking? Is Neil even going to accept her? Because mm-hmm. he seemed kind of like, uh, like this is not my providence. I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. And Sebastian also seemed visibly angry. So there's a lot of angles there. A yeah. Lot. Yeah. Um, I'm worried for Ron's if Nail doesn't take her in. And I said this in my episode review. I'm worried that if Nail doesn't take her in, she might end up going to Aroa. Or going to an Arai Arata, or even, God forbid, a Mr. Goha. Forget about that character. All right, well, yeah, I'm just using him as a a bad example. And I'm just worried that she's not going to be treated with the same respect and, well, respect's the best word, that Gakuto treated her with. So I'm worried that she's going to be lost if Nail rejects her. She's also, she's opening herself up to that. This is something she's never done before. Something that, you know, was implied by Rinsuke that her family... Their family has never done before, right? They've always they always serve. They always that's what they do. It's behind the scenes. The whole style is about that. So this is new territory. Why? Why nail? I don't know. I mean, that that's a legitimate question. Because she could have went to anyone. She could have went to Rome. Does she see it as that he's a powerful figure? Is it that? Does she see that? She seems to be serving him in another servant master role. So, what does she see in him that's so far evolved above Gakuto? Like, that could open her her mind up, basically, to endless possibilities. Like, is that that what she's identified? Like, what is it that attracts her to Neil? It's a legitimately good question that I I, I don't know. I've got to say, I I loved Nail's reaction. Mm -hmm. Because this girl literally breaks into his... Apartment or was let in, or, or was let in, offers her services to him, and he looks so indifferent. He's like, like he really, he promise. really just doesn't care. So my like, he's just, like, I don't know. Like he's not surprised. No. He's not inquisitive. No, he just doesn't. He's care. just because he's his. It's becoming a meme of sevens that you could use providence as an excuse to anything. Yeah, which I love, and, and I love that. I, I but it also fits with his character. Like Nick T, because Nick T's obviously big Italian guy, and yeah. he, he loves the Olive Garden. Right. And so if Nick T asks us, like, you know, he always is trying to push the Olive Garden on us. Hey, do you guys want to go to the Olive Garden? If Nail was with us, he would just say, nah, it's not my providence. Exactly. And you can't question that. You, you can't question anything. I'm going to start using that. You honestly. can say anything. Hey, you want to come over this Friday, Nail? 
that's ah, not really my problem. Yeah. You could use it as yeah. any excuse yeah. to anything. No, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. I wish I established a, a phrase like that early on in my life so I could use it in today's age, but it's probably too late for me to say. Hey, Dill, uh, we need you to really come into work today. It's not my providence. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's great. So I, it's got to be a power thing. The other thing, too, with Ronze, you can almost see this like inner turmoil that she's dealing with because when she kneels in front of Nail, no pun intended, and offers her services, she literally has her Sogetsu robes on. Yeah, she didn't even, it's the servant master thing again. But she didn't even get rid of her, her uniform. That, that, that resembles... Nope, she's identified a new master. You think that's what it is? That's exactly what it is. She's identified a new master of whatever she was ashamed at the end of the Gakuto thing, of how she acted, or she just thinks that she needs a different voice that's leading her, whatever it is. For whatever reason that is, she identified Neil as that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he'll end up taking her in. I I think he will end up taking her in as yeah. well. I think Sebastian will argue it, but I think yeah. I think Neil. Well, there could be in. some good like conflict there. Definitely. Back and forth. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, Ronze and Sebastian can both be comedic characters. Yeah, and so. they also could both be servants to to Neil. Right. Like, that's it's not a that's big deal. actually why maybe Sebastian was so mad. I didn't even think about that. Because it's this someone is taking yeah the yeah, place yeah, yeah which is interesting no um, no it's definitely definitely the case yeah and some people are pointing out yeah she kind of sort of did the Ron's eyes thing where she like kind of fell in love with Gakuto briefly in this episode yeah she also did that with all her friends and that's what was the even movie. with Roman yeah the movie <laughs> montage of movie titles like Armageddon that was all because she just like fell in love with everyone but yes she did separately fall in love with Gakuto very briefly and then he kind of kind of knocked her out of it when he beat her so yeah yeah. She's a... Uh, the Ronzai's thing is not my favorite um, kind of bit that they do in this show. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, just, I find it hilarious. I think there's different things they could do with that character. No, I, I find it absolutely so, hilarious. That's why I'm interested but, to see where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the... Uh, yeah, Gakuto, I felt bad for him, honestly, because yeah. he really took this to heart yeah. and blamed himself. And I, I think it's unfair for him to blame himself, to be honest. Yeah, he said, I, I don't he, think said was, he was immature, I believe is the word. Yeah, word. and I... I didn't really see that. I think we can be harsh on ourselves a lot when things don't go the way that we think they should go. When you lose a friend or when you go through a breakup or when, God forbid, someone passes away that maybe you didn't end on the best terms with. You can be very harsh on yourself and really kind of look inwards at, oh, what could I have done differently rather than think about it as a, well, I did mostly everything that I could. Like, no matter what I did, I couldn't prevent him from cheating on me or I couldn't prevent her from walking away from me. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that and it's understandable because your initial reaction to that always you're always going to self-blame immediately after. Yeah. So that's very realistic and I loved that because it Gakuto didn't need any humanization. He didn't need to be humanized. I mean, he's a very human character, very well written character. Didn't really, and I loved seeing Yeah, that. it wasn't his fault. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't anyone's fault. It's not even Ron's fault. It's the last arc, you could argue that while I wasn't in love with it, you could say one of the most changed characters of that arc was her. Yeah. And everything that she went through, right? I mean, now in that arc plus a couple episodes here, she's had all three of her duels. Right. And she went through a lot of things, Ron's eyes or otherwise, from what she saw from Galliant, what she saw, whatever happened with the, you know, the Machine Cavalry Club, everything that happened there, that just changed her. And, you know, sometimes things in life could just change you where... You, you're in the place that you are and you go, 
Could I be doing something else? Oh, yeah. Is there more that I, I can do to change that'll who ha- I am? That'll happen a lot yeah. throughout your and life. And it happens yeah. all the time to everyone, and I think that's exactly what happened to her. So it, it's nobody's fault. It just, she needed to move on. Yeah. Now, what she does with it, right, she handled once it. she moves on, we'll say. Also, I think she handled it very immaturely by she picking did. on him. Well, know, well she tried names. it in a way of being, um, she did the thing that I hate when people do. Where she wanted to like sever her relationship as the VP and also sever her relationship with Gakuto and everyone else. Kept calling him a stranger address. Yeah. Him, right? Yeah. And then, but did it in a calm way. You had to know that he had to, A, he wanted to ask questions, and B, was going to get angry when you keep doing that. And then she acted out on him during the duel. So yeah, she she poked the bear purposely there. And, yeah. you know, that, that wasn't the best way to handle for, it. For some people, it's easier to try and make themselves look like an a-hole. When the friendship ends. Yeah. And I think that was just the case with Bronze. Um, so the team walks outside trying to cheer Gagato up. He's very upset. And obviously the school's painted blue. I mean, it's not the school. It's the trees, the bushes, the, the sidewalks, the windows, the, I believe. The landscape. The landscape is painted blue. Um, but that's not actually what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the next... There are just so many major points of this episode. The next major point... We get Sweets Kokako, who right. comes on the screen from an ancient civilization. Brought, I mean, is she broadcasting from a different planet? Is she broadcasting from a I different... I feel like that's got to be a ruse, right? I mean, obviously, they weren't having technology in the time that she looks in. She looks like she's in medieval times. Yeah. So, so is that from another It could have been planet? a backdrop. It could have been in Goa's... I, I think it's a green screen. I think, it's, right, I think everything here is a lie. Yeah, I... There's something about these aliens that rubs me the wrong way. Because oh, you, you also have to remember that. And what's the connection to Goha? Right. What's up with that? Well, there is a connection to Goha. Yeah, what is that? Because every... And this is something that's slowly going under the radar. Every single arc, some alien, if they are three different aliens, which I'm not even sure if they are three different aliens, honestly. I think they are. But I think they're from the same civilization. I don't think there's three different civilizations. No, they, they, they gotta all be from the same I think they're all working together. I don't think they're all Sirocco, but I think they're all working together. Goha utilizes them in every single arc. It, they utilize them when they were trying to get to Nail. They utilized them when um, Sebastian and Kaizo were making a break for it. Mm-hmm. Because even though Asana and Dove Rap or Chevelle were the ones who called um, Finger Chikako to stop Sebastian and Kaizo, remember, they were doing it under Goha's watch. Mm-hmm. So Goha probably said, hey, we have someone here that you can use to your advantage. And that's who they used. And now we have Sweets Kakako announcing this tournament. Not Mr. Goha, right? Not the figurehead. Yeah. of Not Nail, it, who it, works it, for Goha. It's strange. It's Sweets Kakako announcing a Goha Rustle tournament. And here's what I... But also, the, the video was live, right? Because that was an interactive video because she answered Kaizo. You're right. Because he mistakenly, when he was all smashed, because well, we didn't even talk about Tiger at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. When, Tiger, dude. when he's all messed up or whatever, and he says the, the previous name, whatever, it was Finger Chicago or the other one. Sirocco, yeah. I think he said Sirocco. Then she corrected him. Mm-hmm. So that was a live feed. That's why I'd more think it's just a production. And, and you know what's interesting? Yuga knew that it was someone else. Because if you go back and look at the dialogue... Roman says Sirocco, yeah. and then Yuga goes, who is that? 
Like you could think you could realize that someone completely different. Yeah. So and again, that's Yuga just being four D big brain, which we've seen so He's many good. times. But that was another subtle piece of dialogue that I I, I realized I was like um, actually it might have been Entime who pointed that out on her Twitter, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Yuga realized that it was someone different. So that was a good catch there. Um, but anyway, tournament gets announced. Um, how do you feel? We're gonna. This is going to be. This is a big moment for the Talking Yu Gi Oh podcast. This will be our first time live streaming through a tournament arc yeah. we didn't do it with brains i know that's what i was saying i'm, I'm very very excited me too me too i think this, it's exactly what the show needs um what are your expectations for the tournament i'm expecting big things okay. i'm expecting things that just duels that we would never see whether it's antagonist versus antagonist or protagonist versus protagonist in a very tense maybe kind of ramped up setting here of something i think this is gonna be a little more serious because there's something nefarious going on behind the scenes there, and I think it is important that you go farther in the tournament to figure out what's actually, get to the bottom of what's going on. The episode 42 summary, I think, is going to surprise you a little bit. Um, well, I'm sure we'll read that at some point. We are going to read that. Um, yeah. Are you looking up something? I am just checking something real quick. But yeah, that, you can that go dialogue? On. Yeah. Um, greetings to the people of the modern era. Right. Sirocco, who's this? Oh, you know, he was actually trying to say Chicago. Yeah, and so then, he said Chicago, Sirocco. And then ancient from a bygone civilization. Please refer to me as Kako-chan. Kako-chan, yeah. And then he just dies. Well, it doesn't actually it's die. Just, it's just, like, look at this background. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it feels fake. You know? It just doesn't, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel right. No, nothing in that There's shot feels right. There's something off there. I agree. And again, she's announcing a Rush Duel tournament sponsored by Goha. Yeah. Sponsored by Goha. Yeah, it, it's, so Goha picked her specifically to announce that. Yeah, and, and like, are these actual aliens? Are they drones of Goha? I mean, like, what's going on there? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I have so many questions. For episode 42, um, at the moment, there is no duel. We are not taking any picks for the pick'em. I don't think there's going to be a duel. If there it is, seem like it in the preview. The summary does not state anything about a duel. The preview does not show any sort of duel. If there is a duel, maybe it'll involve Rook, but we are not. The Pick'em League is closed for next week. If we don't know exactly who's dueling, it's a bye week. So don't worry about sending your picks in. The standings are updated um, in the description down below. Um, I think it's time before we get to the 42 summary to maybe uh, take some comments yeah. from the lovely take some, folks. Take, take some donos. Yes, take some donos. Yeah, we are racking up here. So, Jeez, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, we start off with Blake Elkenbrich. Well, thank, he, thank you, Blake. He donated $5, and he said, Do you think a Sevens Road Dark Magician Fusion will appear, and what do you think its effect would be? As much as I would love that to appear, I don't think we're ever going to get Dark Magician to appear. Um, Not even as that legacy card kind of thing? We well, have. in the anime, in the anime, because it is a legacy card, but in the anime. But well, we, we've seen blue eyes in the anime. And red eyes, but I don't think we're going to see Dark Magician. Um, I just don't. Um... Oh, jeez. What would its effect be? I think it would have 2,500 attack, which is basic. I think its effect... I don't know. The other aspect of that, Blake, would have to be, will we see fusions in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s? That's another question. I think we will, but I'm I'm slowly the only person on that boat. People are jumping off that boat every week. You're on uh, the dinghy. Uh, yeah, I'm hanging on to a dinghy, hoping that boat comes back across. I'm not good at thinking up effects because I just I'm not good when it comes to the game. Um, 
But it would be really cool. I, I don't think we're going to see it. Um, it'd be hard to summon because you only have one Dark Magician in your deck. So it would probably be hard to summon um, in Rush Duels. It would be cool, though. First fusion between two aces. It would be really cool. I think it would be a lot of fun. It would be. He donated another $5, Blake. Thank you so said, much, Blake. Who do you think would win between Yusaku or Yusei? Oh, God. Um, I mean, I know I haven't finished all of 5Ds, but um, damn, that would be a really good duel. Be really good. Any duel that has two protagonists is very hard for me to say. Now, are you prepared to say that Yusaku is going to get his first loss? Um, That's a big question. You're wearing the shirt, man. I'm uh, wearing the shirt. I think you said it. I think you said it. It's bold. I don't know. You haven't finished five Ds. Yeah, I feel like if I if I do like a half baked idea here, I feel like they go the draw route. Oh, yeah, they probably would. Yeah, I feel like they go the they draw route. Would. Also, uh, someone here in the comments is saying that Dark Magician did appear in Sevens, just not in a duel. I don't remember that. Yeah, so it... Was it did it come up in the background? Uh, yeah, in episode 25 when they went to the museum. Right. On the rafters. Right. I should one of the things with, like, the Jack... Yeah, the Jack know. D wheel. I should have been more specific. In a duel, I, I meant to say. In yes. a duel. I should have been more so specific. So it exists in the world. It's just probably yeah. never going to appear. That is true, though. It does exist in the world, which I knew. I just don't think it'll be in a duel. We also saw some in Skull. Which is also a legend card. Endless but. possibilities, man. The mm. show does endless possibilities. That was at 39 in the Asana duel. Or 38. 38, I think. Yeah, I think so. Something yeah. like that. Sean Gilbright donated his $11.11. <coughs> $11. Thank you so much, Sean. He said, I'm Thank looking you. forward to this tournament arc and seeing just how Goha is planning to use a Rush Duel tournament in order to take down Rush Duels themselves. So we are going what we, to what we were talking about. Yeah, we are we are going to make and Sean, thank you again for eleven eleven. Make a wish, you're the best. When I read the forty two summary, which we'll do in about 10-15 minutes, uh, we are going to do a segment called "Way Too Early Tournament Predictions," and we are going to predict the final four in this tournament and ultimately who we think is going to win a little, the tournament. A little, a little March way, Madness. Yeah, a little, little March Madness. Way too early, especially because we don't even know the structure of these tournaments. Uh, if it's a team battle royale, that'll be interesting. We're going to assume it's an individual at the end I of the final four. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, semis, semis, final. Yeah. So we're going to give you our final four for this upcoming tournament. So start thinking about that. Ooh, all right. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, Kyle Caesar Campos donated his five Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. And said, I'm thinking that maybe Rons could give her ID card to Neil, and that is the reason why not only mm. Rons goes to him, but also a reason to his returns. That'd be interesting. That'd like, be interesting. That, he, that, like, get a, make a maximum out of that? Another one? Yeah, I... Out of her ID card? But you would need three, wouldn't you? I mean, that's what we've been so you, taught so, so you need So you need three ID cards. I don't know if it has anything to do with maximums, honestly, Kyle. That's not a bad I theory. You, I think she went there because she's seeking a new master for whatever reason. Legendary Duels, who does my thumbnails, JC, uh, he texted me earlier today, and he, he brought up a good point where he was like, I think that Ronze doesn't view Gakuto as as worthy enough to, to serve anymore, and she wanted to find someone who was stronger than him to serve. Uh, no, I think that's 100% Because she, her motivation is con continuing to go up. Yeah, she's quickly becoming a side character that's becoming more and more important. No, oh, definitely. Yeah. Surprisingly, too. Surprise I, I never thought that when she was never. first introduced. I was never. like, ah, oh, these two characters, they'll be around when Gakuto duels. Like, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know... 
Sevens has really treated their side characters way better. Because if this was any other, if this was a Gallop Yu-Gi-Oh, those two probably would have never dueled. One, have never dueled. one episode they would have been mentioned. Or one episode they, they maybe would have dueled and they would have probably lost. Yeah. yeah. Never heard from them again. Yeah. It would have been like a, uh, a, a pigeon situation. Frog and pigeon, yeah, yeah of course. Something like that. Absolutely. Brian donated twice, $3, no message. So $3 each. Brian, thank you so much. Um, yeah. I hope you're having a great night. Thank you so much for the donations. And uh, thank you for supporting the channel and for the uh, stream. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Blake came back and donated another $5. Thank you, Blake. And said, if you had to pick Yuga to end up with Roman or Asana, if the show could allow it, I, I imagine, like, what would you pick? So we're talking... For me to be able to do this, we're talking seven or eight year time skip. Yeah, and I imagine so, in uh, a romantic way. In a romantic way. Yeah. So seven or eight year time skip. All, all the characters are all obviously 18 or older. Um, mm. I I would personally pick Asana. I think he has more chemistry. Yeah, I think there's more chemistry there. And I, I don't... I don't. There's just more also romantic cues between him and Asana than him and Roman. Yeah. I don't. I don't think yeah, there's necessarily that definitely many. Had the the first time they're meeting. Yeah. And even even those that last duel, there was just like, it was almost like when they talked, it was like they were the only ones in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, they understand yeah. each other on a on a higher level. Yeah. So if we were shipping, which we're not, but if we were if, doing, if that, we were doing a ten I'd, year fast yeah, forward, I'd probably say it's not. Yeah. yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good question, Blake. Thank you for the donation. Also, yes, uh, I take your napper makes the point and said, meaning in Ron's, she felt ashamed for betraying Gakudo's trust, and that thus she thought herself unfit to serve him. I think that's part of it, a hundred percent. But I think she was having aspirations in the first place to leave in the beginning. And, yeah, and yeah. Renasuke says something to her when he she he goes, "Are you going to tell him or whatever of like what's going on?" And she dismisses him. Mm -hmm. So to me. He knew, being his twin sister, that there was something more there before she upset Gakuto in the end. Yeah. So, that adds to it, but she was seeking this to begin with, in yeah. my opinion. No, it's deep. It's very deep. It's so. not just a one-dimensional issue with her, which yes. I liked a lot. I mean, it's, it's the first time in this show where I actually care about her character. You yeah, know? it's true. Yeah, which is a sign of a good episode. Yes, if Entame did have a thread on this, I'm... Did you read any thread Entame had on? I would assume Ron's. I did not. I so did not either. We could look at no. it at some Yeah, point. yeah, I did not. It's probably a very good thread. Yeah, if you want to comment like some kind of main point, I'll read it out. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated ten pounds. Thank you, oh Nicholas. That's a big donation. Thank you so and much, he Nicholas. Said, it's going to be interesting who the tour, uh, like how the tournament will work and yeah. what direction they will take Ron's character going forward. Yeah. I still think Mister Goha Drone is an alien in origin. Huh. Huh. I mean, that could. Huh, you, you also laugh like him, which I don't like there. Huh, huh. Yeah, I, like that I, I well, that's because I'm an alien in origin. Um, I'm one of the lizard people. I, uh, <laughs> I actually like. I, I'm, I'm, I'm buying into that theory a little more that there is it maybe some fit, sort right? of extraterrestrial attack here. It's not the first time Yu-Gi-Oh's done it. Um, so I like that, Nicholas. Yeah, we don't know how the tournament's gonna work because the arc is titled Team Battle Royale. So are we gonna have teams that? Like, get points based on individual performances? Are we going to have 3v3 duels? Like, how is, is one team going to go up against another and it's best of three, which we already kind of saw at the end of the first arc? I I don't know how this tournament's going to work. So, Nicholas, I think this might end up being one of the more unique tournaments um, that we've seen so far. Uh, I would love for it to be in the same style of that Arc 5 tournament right before they went to Synchro. My God, I love the way that tournament was done, where you just had all these characters running around. Uh, that was... 
Very unique, very creative. I like that a lot. I want to see a creative tournament in sevens, and I think we're going to get that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Nicholas, thank you so much, man. Ice Aiden donated $5. Thank you, Ice. And said, what characters would you like to see come back for the tournament? Roa. I mean, Roa first and foremost. Are we joking? Like, this man has been <laughs> Besides gone. Besides Roa. Like, obviously, he, Roa. I, there needs to be some Roa love on this show every week for me. Uh, Roa needs to come back. I mean, come on, man. He's been gone forever. He hasn't had a meaningful episode since episode 13. What are we doing? He's had oh, no. two apartment scenes, Hold and on. that's it. No, he dueled Geta. Come on. That was like episode I said 18. Meaningful. Get a chat. Meaningful. Meaningful. Come on. I, he needs to come back. Yes, I want to see Neil come back. I want to see Asana come back. Yes. But I don't know. That's what I'm rooting for. No, I don't want to see Sushiko. So come hear me back. out. I, I, would love I wouldn't mind it, but I don't need her to come back. Episode 43, I want Menza Burrow, I want Sushiko, and I want Nick, Nick Yagi. Yagi to come back. Nick Yagi. Because episode 42 is when our bet ends. Yeah. So if Nick Yagi does not appear in episode 42, Pete's wearing a Yuya Sakaki wig yeah. for the entire sevens up. Nick T's wearing... I don't know, that sounded like yeah. a doorbell. Nick T's wearing the Yugi Moto wig, and Pete is wearing a best girl pin uh, on his yeah. shirt. So, uh, you know, hope for, Nick Yagi, hope for Nick Yagi not to appear in 42. I'll wear the Yugi Moto wig if he does, so we'll see. I can't wait. I want, I want the, the ramen team. And when I think of all the teams, I think the ramen team right now is the most fleshed out. Okay. I actually like Menzaburo quite a bit as a character. Yeah, he's been gone I like while. Sushiko a lot as a character. I know there's a meme with me and Sushiko, but I, I like her as a character. Right, and I would like to see her get another win, and I would like to see her have a rematch against Roman, where Roman's not going to be blindsided by her deck. And I think Roman beating Sushiko could show signs of improvement, not only for Roman's dueling ability, but hey, you didn't go into Berserk in this duel, and look at the difference. You won, and you used new cards, which shows she, your growth as a dueler. And duelist. she's a different person, right? Exactly. She's supposed to have grown out of that. So exactly. Yeah, actually, that would be... So I, I, that's a rematch that I hope we get. Um, so that's someone I want to see come back. Definitely Sushiko and Menzaburo, I say them. I 100% agree. Um, but I just kind of want to see some other characters before that, though. Well, okay, well, besides Rowan, name, name three. I said I, I would like to see a Neil or Asana come back would be nice. Mezaburo was another fan. I would love Mezaburo to come back. He's been gone a long time. I don't even mind, honestly, the newspaper kid. Bakuro? I don't really mind him. What about um, Umino, Ushido? I wouldn't mind seeing him. That was a fun bit. <laughs> what about Schrodinger? I want to see Tiger duel in this. In oh, Tiger. I, yeah, Tiger's yeah. a good one. No, no. Schrodinger, yeah. shut up. Okay, I, I, was trying, I was trying to trip him up. No, no. But Tiger, I was, I, that was great at the end. That was great at the end. Yeah. Now, the only one that could stop, you know, Rook on this rampage <laughs> was her. I mean, as soon as she put that, what was that? What did she put? It's the the bassoon. bassoon that yeah. she put that? I, I knew that was yeah. her. Like, you just seen the bottom of it, and I went, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even, even the slow turnaround. Yeah. And thank God Tiger is in the show because you need someone that's going to keep Rook in his place. Yeah. Because clearly, when he goes on these, you know, insane sprees, Yuga, Gakuto, and Roman are helpless. They can't stop him. Oh, no. He's, so, out, of, he's out of his mind. So you need Tiger to come in and ground him and literally literally ground him by throwing him against the roof. It, yeah. It's great. Um, so I, I, and Kaizo for that. Man. I love Tiger. Yeah, she literally destroyed Kaizo. <laughs> she literally destroyed him. I want to see the two of them actually face in the... Uh, Tiger and Kaizo? No, Tiger and Rook, uh, and Rook in the tournament. That is a dream match for me I think it would be right great now. because, honestly, I, I know... In some ways, Rook kind of needs a loss, but I think it could really help with his character of maybe maturing a little bit if he could finally get past her for the first time in his life. 
So I, think I, I would argue that that beating his sister might be the biggest potential win that he could get right now on the show. Right. I think that would be a bigger win for him than maybe even beating Nail or, or Roa. I think you could make that argument. Yeah, because there's just there's more. There's that much history. Yeah, there's history built up. Yeah, there. I agree. Um, thank you, Ice Aiden. Great question. And we're gonna talk 42 summary, uh, and we're gonna talk more tournament stuff um, coming up soon. We're gonna take a few more donations. Yes. Uh, Cammy Drone, president of the controller, donated five Canadian dollars. Thank you, Drone. And said, I think the tournament is a lure on the part of either Goha or the aliens to trap Yuga and his friends. Also, Duel Links or Clone Hero tomorrow. Great episode for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely could be a lure. Doing Duel Links tomorrow. I've not gotten the Clone Hero chart, so it will be Duel Links tomorrow night. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm starting to think that there is some sort of maybe direct trap tie-in with these aliens. Because you know what I just realized? If, realize? if we're going to be doing... This is crazy. I, it just came to me. I just thought of it. So, think about this, right? We're talking about the teams of three for yeah. the Team Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. How many aliens have we gotten so we got far? three aliens. It could work. And all these groups but are But are they real three. aliens or are they Goha pawns? Who are pretending we, well, to be no, aliens, no, but they're not. Because we saw Sirocco get in a UFO and leave. That could have been all an illusion. Visual it's effects. It's not an illusion. Visual effects. It could have been maybe robots. Could have been. Robot aliens. I don't know. I don't know. But, the, it's, the, but it's interesting that, that we've seen three yeah, aliens. In there's, there. something, there's something to miss. There's something there. I agree. Drone, I agree. I agree. Uh, the next one is Blake again for another $5. Dude, thank you, Blake. Jeez. It said, I'm getting my last name changed soon, but just a heads oh. up, I plan to donate more as uh, I can, so Blake Jones will soon show up on the chat. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. I will make a note of that. Listen, uh, when it comes to donations, you, you guys, you know it is not required by any means. This will always be free content, but it, it, it does, it's so appreciated by me and it helps me out so much. So, Blake, um, thank you even just for the um, acknowledgement that you want to donate more in the future. You absolutely do not have to. None of you have to, I promise. But just know that um, it, it helps me out a lot and it, it goes to the studio and goes to the production quality. So, Blake, thank you for all you've done for me. Congratulations on getting your last name changed, yes, I imagine. absolutely. And that's, thanks also for letting us know so we know it's the same person. Is, is that that's something to congratulate someone on? Yeah, I mean, why not? It's it's still a, a legal name change. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you don't it's, know. It's the, you don't know the situation. Yeah. So. I, I actually don't know anyone that's had their last name changed. I think one person I know. Yeah, yeah. that obviously wasn't through marriage. I knew right, one right, of course. Did, so. Well, Blake, congrats and uh, thank you, Blake. You're the best. I'll keep an eye out for that name. Yes, that man six 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 donated six dollars and sixty six cents. Well, the devil dono. Thank, thank you, that man. man. Yes, and said potential for a ranking video of your favorite summoning mechanic. Mine is Gemini, Link, Tribute, Ritual, Maximum, Fusion, Synchro, Xyz. You have Xyz low, man. I would have Xyz high. Um, yeah, I'm assuming we're going from favorite, like, to, favorite least. to least. Yeah. I guess it could technically be the opposite way, but I'm assuming the way you wrote that, we're going favorite it's to least. It's probably favorite to least. Yeah. Um, no, and that's fair. Um, I'm going to write that down, that man, 666. As you guys can probably tell video creation-wise, I have been, as I said to this guy, probably more motivated to make videos than been, I have been, been on it than I have I mean another legacy review is coming out tomorrow it's crazy yeah every Thursday probably a legacy review um on Friday uh oh it's the sevens podcast if legendary duels can get me the thumbnail by then I'm not sure if he'll be able to so this might have to get pushed back a week why Yu-Gi-Oh sevens 
has the best girls in all of Yu-Gi-Oh. So that'll be a fun video. I'm sure that'll stir up some controversy from people who have not watched Yu-Gi-Oh in 15 years. But, you know, that's what happens. So I'll, I'll deal with that as it comes in. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm feeling very inspired to do videos. So any ideas are always appreciated. Batman666, I will definitely, uh, as I already have, I'll write that down and I'll, I'll consider doing that. Thank you for the devil donation. And I hope you're having a fun night, man. We'll take a couple more donations. Two more, and then we'll get to 42. And we will get to all the donations. We always do. But I want to I want to get back on the tournament convo. No, no. Just uh, a couple comments to run through here. Yeah, of course. Back to of course. Uh, that man 666 meant to put also number five was pendulums in there. That was he right. He ran out of room. Okay. So so that jumps in there. Also, Shiose is here. Oh, uh, hi, Shiose. And she commented, Ron's thought she had to become the protagonist because she thought she'd failed in her job of serving Gakuto because he no longer relied on her or Renesuke. I mean, so that, that was something else that I believe she said as well, that she was, like, seeing herself as the protagonist. Yes, yes. Uh, of it. But, um, yeah, I guess that, that could be something to it. Uh, I feel like there's, there's multiple factors in what changed her mind. And it all stems back to what she went through the last arc. I feel like there's multiple things that changed her of realizing she's grown out of this. Yeah, yeah. At least in my mind. No, I, I actually like that. I, I never really thought about it from that angle, but that, that is a pretty good angle to think about it from. Um, that she just... I mean, I guess it all comes down to the fact that she felt that she could do better, right, than what she was doing in her role. I mean, it's all about being the main star of the yeah. show. Um and almost like she knows that she was living in a fantasy world. Because when Gakuto's comboing off that turn, she literally says, is this a reality? Yeah. Like, she knows that but, it's a... But that's what I'm saying is that, like, she saw herself as the protagonist and that she had failed in her job of serving Gakuto. But then I'm in that mindset of, like, if she wanted to see herself as the protagonist, she would go off on her own. She literally went right back to serving another master. Right? So, like... Well, yeah. So so that's why I'm like, I guess it just didn't... Well, because maybe Gakuto reality... just didn't work for her anymore. Right. Or she felt like she failed him so bad that... But she was having strife there before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he felt like he failed her. Right. So th there's a lot of blame going around. There is. I, well, I gotta tell you, I, I've never been more invested in, in Ronze's character than I am now. Which is, is crazy. And Gakuto's... They, they've made her such an important character. Yeah, which I would have never seen coming. Really, in the last ten episodes, she's had three duels in the last ten episodes. Mm -hmm. She's dueled more than Yuga in the last ten episodes. Is that is that right, or am I wrong? She's dueled. Yeah, maybe actually. Yuga's right, dueled Asana, Yuga dueled and Roman. Asana and Roman. When was that? Um, that first Asana duel. That was like thirty, right? Thirty-one. Yeah, it was thirty-two. Like three, four episodes into the arc. Did she do? Who dueled first? I think she dueled Galleon well, the before are, Yuga. The people are going to tell. I think she dueled Galleon they're before gonna, Yuga. They're correct us. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm wrong. Actually, I think she dueled Galleon. But still, before. she's had a considerable. I mean, yeah. all her duels have been in the last what 15 episodes. Yeah. So in the last 10, I think. When did she duel Galleon? Wasn't that like 31, 32? I think it actually was around yeah. there, right? Yeah. So. But damn. then I think Yuga Asana was right after that duel. So I think I am wrong. But so they 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 had the same amount of duels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's had more duels than Gakuto. In that time, she's yeah. had more duels than uh, yeah. Rook. Rook's only had two. She's had more duels than Roman. I mean, she's yeah. It's it's pretty crazy what they've done with her. Unexpected, but you give these side characters duels. You give them the main focus for an episode here and there, and all of a sudden, people like me start caring about them. Like that's that's what you do. That's what you do to your cast. Yeah. And it's been it's been fun. It's been really well done. Um, I'm gonna skip down here because people are kind of. 
losing it here in the chat. Why? Bad? Um, People are getting mad? No, no, not in a, in a bad way. Oh, okay. I'm assuming you know who this is because I've never seen this donation before. Do you know who this is? Niall Kelly. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, donated 10 pounds and said, hey, Dylan and Pete, hope you guys are doing well. I've really enjoyed the first few episodes of this arc. Love the streams. I watch the VODs every week. Oh, thank and you so, so much, So Niall. everyone was, was shocked uh, that they were here, so that's why I just wanted to point that out. Well, yes, Niall, Niall, welcome to the stream. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, yeah, I know it's hard to actually catch these streams live. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, Wednesday night, so I get it, um, but I appreciate you watching the VOD. That's why we have the VOD up, and uh, something that we are going to be doing very soon, where podcasts are listened to, we are going to be taking the MP3s of these um, podcasts. Yeah. Um, and we're going to upload them ideally to Spotify, yep. um, if possible. Um, maybe a SoundCloud. Maybe a SoundCloud and yeah. Apple Music, I yeah. think, is uh, wherever podcasts are listened to. So um, if you prefer to listen to these in the MP3 format, where you don't have to keep the YouTube yeah, you app wanna, open. you don't want to see this. And you, don't, and yeah, and you don't want to see this. Listen, yeah. we get it. Um, that'll, that'll be an option for you. <laughs> but Niall, it's, it's been a while. Thank you so much for coming by. And thank you for that very big, very kind donation. Thank you so much, Niall. That's awesome. I just wanted to skip to that real quick. Yeah, no, no absolutely. That's awesome. Um, Janeth Ernest donated two Canadian dollars. Thank you so much, Janeth. And said, you think we will see Nail Ghoul again? Yeah, I think 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. In, in, this, in this tournament coming up, 100%. Because he's gotten cards that are support cards that are coming up in this new set. So yeah. I, I think we're absolutely going to see him again. I think we're going to see him duel in the next seven or eight episodes. Yeah. Couple that with he's always cooking something up. There's no way he is not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, he's doing in the next seven or eight episodes, in my opinion. I, I know in the way that he kind of ended, he was just like, "Oh, he has the three strikes, blah blah blah." He can't. He'll find a way around that. There's a, there's a way narratively around that. Yeah, I know there is. Yeah. Uh, next donation was another one from Kyle, another five Brazilian dollars. Thank you so much, Kyle. And said, quoting someone in the chat, Skylar Wong says, "Kaizo is the bird version for Luke." I mean, maybe. And I say that this makes out Tiger Luke's Asana. Talking of her, uh, Yuga, hey, Luke, how is your sister? So I guess there's some parallels we could kind of make. Yeah. Kaizo yeah, well, to the bird, and then you could have Tiger to Asana. Yeah, That's actually pretty cool. I guess that could work. Yeah. Kyle, thank you for uh, promoting that. That's a, that's a good comment. And we, and we also know that Asana and Tiger know each other. We know, we, we know right. that Tiger has some association with the club, and we also, because she was familiar with Galleon as well, and then when you see that ending shot, I think that is purposeful in the ending of, of them kind of like holding hands or something like that. Clearly they know each other in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I'm assuming maybe here in this tournament arc, maybe if they face each other, we're going to get a little bit more backstory there. Yeah. 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 I Definitely. I'm excited. I'm really excited for the tournament. We we got to talk the 42 well, summary. Let's do it. I, we, I, we will get to... I mean, you guys are making some amazing points, and we will read the rest of the donations from you amazing people. But I, I just... I We got to talk about this summary... This tournament, this summary is going to be brand new to you. Completely brand new. Have not heard it yet. Let me get it up. God, well, <laughs> you can take that one out of context. Um, but while you're doing that, Nicholas Calabro is here. Cal, thanks for stopping by, man. How's life in Florida? I see you were chilling by poolside in the beautiful Sunday. It was a little salty. Uh, so how are you? And, you know, send a GIF on Pokemon Go at some point. You know, that'd be really nice of you. You know, just saying. Sorry, my phone was dead. I know you guys can't see it. Okay. I'm also going to grab a water. 20 seconds, not even. Do you want a water, Pete? I'll take another one. Yeah, why not? 
Oh, you're going to Alabama tomorrow, huh? Well, good Sweet luck, man. I assume you're, you're flying in and then probably while your parents Where are driving the everyone skies back. Are blue. Thank you. Calibro might be back on next Wednesday night. Hopefully, he'll be back on for episode 42. Yeah. Cal, thank you for coming by tonight. Um, wow, rental car all the way to Bama, huh? Man, good luck, man. Good luck. You're going to be driving through some unknown uh, unknown roads. Although, I heard it's easier to drive like in the deeper south just because people are just chill. They're not like anything up here. Sorry, I got distracted. Episode 42, Space Operations Dual Squadron. Okay. Hearing that Goha will be hosting a Rush Duel tournament, Rook is excited since he'll get the chance to become the Duel King. However, Yuga says that he will not be participating in the tournament. Why does Yuga get to decide that? Hmm. No, 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 that he, like Yuga won't oh, be. Oh, he, like, he won't Yeah, be. yeah, okay. No, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I misread that wrong. Um, that Yuga, so Yuga. Yuga's out of the tournament. That took himself out. That's what it seems like. Fascinating. Well, we know that won't hold up. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't know. He might think, he might think, he might know that it's a trap, and he might just not want to be a part of it. And then if he's not a part of it, if you're doing teams of three, Roman Rook Akito, there's your odd man out. So now, let me ask you a question, though. If you think Yuga is possibly the one that sent the book to Mimi to set this whole thing up, yeah. how would that then work that he doesn't want to be part of the duel? Is this part of the plan? Like, in your mind, what are you thinking there? Again, that would mean I fully believe Yuga was the one that sent the book. I don't okay. fully believe that. Okay. I think it's a possibility. Um, Yuga is always, dude, he's always one step ahead of us. You know? Yeah, but you can't keep relying on that for every episode ever, you know? Well, you can't, but, I mean, it, it's been a proven fact at this point. So, I don't know. Whenever he does something, at this point, I believe that there is a legitimate reason. There's got to be a reason why he doesn't want to duel. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. he probably knows that, number one, it's a trap, or, number two, there's some other angle that he wants to go at, at this from um, as a spectator. He's going to visit Roa in his apartment, and they're both not going to compete in the tournament, and they're just going to have a conversation there. And that's it. So we'll see them for the entire arc. God. <laughs> All right, well, so what do you make of it? Uh, that's very interesting. I really don't know what to make of that. There's, there's a plan. Yuga is always a step ahead. Sometimes ten steps ahead. There's, there's a reason why he is not dueling. That there's something that he knows is about to happen, or there is he's doing it in a noble way. There's got, there's got to be a reason. In my mind, though, at some point, we're not going to go this entire rest of the arc of him not having a single duel. So he's going to get pulled in somehow. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. That's In my opinion, that's definitely going to happen. Um, well, what we're going to do now is we're going to do our way-too-early predictions for way, this tournament. Way-too-early. And we're going to give you our prediction on what the top four is going to look like. And then who's going to end up winning. So, Man, this is tough, man. But, but now, when we get to the duels themselves, we have the right to change this. Right? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. This is a completely early. This is like people picking the Super Bowl before the season starts. Like, the, there's no... Don't quote us on this, obviously. Um, we also don't know. Like, if this is a team battle royale, it could be the teams of threes... And there's not a single winner. But because Rook is saying that he's going to become the king of duels, that makes me think that even if it's a team battle royale, maybe it's only a team game until, like, the final four, you know? Okay. And then you have okay. 1v1v1v1. Okay. So 
I have my final four in my head. All right. Do you want to construct yours, or do you want me to do my Yeah, you go first. first. Okay. I'm, I'm going to construct mine. So here's my final four for the Battle Royale tournament Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Here's my, my semifinals, okay. if you will. Here's my final four. I've got Roa in the final four. Okay. I've got Rook in the final four. I've got Roman in the final four. Mm. And I have Tiger in the final four. Wow, that's interesting. My semifinal matchups are Tiger versus Rook and Roa versus Roman. Roa wins, Rook wins, and the finals is Rook versus Roa. The other two people outside of Yuga who really, really want to be the king of duels. And that is your finals. Mm. And I don't have, there's a couple names missing. Obviously, Nail and Yuga are the two big names missing. I genuinely do not believe that Yuga or Nail are going to take part in this tournament. Really? And I think that they are going to do something while the tournament is going on that has to do with maybe dealing with the aliens. or, or I think they'll still be dueling. That's a wild prediction. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but that's just what I'm thinking right now. Hmm. So the reason I have Roma, Roman, excuse me, obviously I think Roa and Rook speak for themselves. I think Tiger speaks for herself as well. Yeah. Uh, my, my, the reason I'm picking Roman, obviously they gave her a massively strong start this arc, and there are so many matchups for her that are favorable to advance in the tournament. I think if she goes up against a Sushiko, I think she wins that rematch. If she goes up against a Princess G, yeah, I, so. I think she wins that duel. I think she will eventually lose to Roa in the semis. Tiger Rook finally overcomes Tiger, and we get Rook versus Roa. That those are my semis. I think that's just what I want to see, but I can I can see that happening. So again, way too early, way too early. Do not put any stock into this at all. This is completely for fun. Um, who do you have? In, we don't even know if the tournament's going to work this way. The tournament might not even work this way. But those are my four finalists: Tiger, Roman, Rook, Roa. I have Rook versus Roa in the finals. And I think the finals is going to get interrupted, and we're not actually going to have a King of Duels by whatever the main threat is. That's, yeah. I mean, there's so many things we can't predict here. There's so many things. Um, and there also could be new characters in, in this arc, too, that right, they could introduce that could be very powerful. You're right. If maybe one of the aliens. Yeah. Right. Right, because in this case, yeah, with these final four, there's no threat. And that would be very unlike a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. So maybe yeah. that these this final four probably but it is, is going to be a tournament. So it might be a little bit more like, hey, we're, it's not as cutthroat, you know. You're right, but that world-ending stakes here. Right, but in most tournaments, usually the main villain gets to the the finals. Usually, yeah. Which, all right, but that's why it's way too early because we don't know the main villain right now. Mm -mm. So I doubt Mimi's going to be dueling or President Drone. Right maybe. now, I'm thinking. Yuga will be in this somehow. Okay. So will Neil. So they're both in my final four. <laughs> okay. Okay. I also think Rook and Roman are going to be in my final four. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I think we're going to have an interesting rematch here as I think we're going to do Yuga versus Roman in the semis. Mm. And then I think Neil is going to go up against Rook. Oh, man. I, I, I have a feeling that's where we're going to go. for the then. ages. So then who beats Roa? Who knocks Roa out of the tournament? I think Roman will face Roa at some point. And now for everything she went through and how he abused her in the first arc, she's going to win. That. Really? Yeah. I think you have Roman beating and Roa. And I also think Rook is really? going to beat Tiger on the way to finally accomplish that as well. So earlier in the tournament. Yeah, so I think that's going to boost those two characters uh i'm definitely gonna give this time around the the win to yuga over roman so i'm gonna put him if they duel again yeah i'm gonna I put him that's... in the championship and i believe uh it doesn't make any sense 
I, I just can't see them doing a rematch of Neil Yuga again, mm-hmm. even though it would be great to give Rook his first loss there. Yeah. But I think we're going to get a rematch of episode two, and so Rook is going to beat Neil, and then we're going to have Yuga and, and Rook. Wow. Yeah. Pretty I think, good. I think we're setting up for that. Well, there's our, our final four. Hopefully you guys let us know. And again, these it's way too early to predict because number one, we don't know everyone that's competing. Number two... We don't even know if this is going to be the format of the tournament. It very well might not be. There's so many factors. There's so many unpredictability factors, but that's a fun... People have been commenting theirs as well. Good. Hopefully that was a fun segment. And again, do not put too much stock into that. Uh, There's a very good chance that neither of us will be close to being right. Although... The old, we both have Rook and we both have Roman. I'm surprised you have Roman in the final. Yeah, I just feel like she's she took a turning point as a character, and I feel like she's got a uh, little bit of a revenge tour coming up. Yeah, Sushiko. I guess Roa, you could make that case. Yeah, I mean, Roa I, I, definitely. I think there, there's some some motives there that she definitely has reasons to win. God, I got to be honest though. I, as much as I love Roman, and it would be an amazing victory if Roman beats Roa. I don't see it happening. But if Roa's first comeback duel is against Roman and he loses... I'm going to take it as that. Maybe that's like their quarterfinals. He yeah. Beats, he beats someone in the, in the opening round. He better beat, he better beat someone valuable, man. Because if he if he beats another nameless guy I, like I Geta mean, and then loses... To be to, fair, I love Roa, but he hasn't done much so far yeah. since the first arc. Well, well that's so. the thing. To me, he just has not... He has not proven himself to be in that echelon of a Yuga class, a Rook class, a Nail and Asana class. You know, and so he just he, he he just needs more more time on screen, and I I think it's gonna come this arc. That's why I I mean I have him going to the finals, so I I think this is gonna be a big arc for Roa, but we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Nick uh, Nick actually added me and said, arc. "Do you guys think that Yuga will look for Otis and the door?" in the episode and ask Neil to help. What if they're not in the tournament because they're they're off doing well, that? Well, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, that's possible. That's what I think is going to happen. Maybe that is they, possible. Maybe they go through this door or whatever it is. Door to the new world. Yeah, and then they have to duel these aliens. Playmaker? And then, and then the episode <laughs> ends. It's gonna, I'm Dude, willing it's, it into a new Remember, Calibur is getting a Soul Burner tattoo if Soul Burner shows up in the show. So. I want it to happen for that sole purpose. Oh, me too. We could vlog the whole experience. Oh, oh I, would, I would vlog shop. it. I'd pay for it. Great. Actually, no, I wouldn't pay for it. It'd be um, amazing. But yeah, no, it'd be phenomenal. It'd be phenomenal. Oh, yeah, one could dream, one could dream. Yeah. Now, see, now I'm daydreaming about it. Right? He'd have to like, live with it his Like it's life. maybe on his calf or something? Yeah. I'd want it like on his neck, like a nice yeah, neck tattoo. Yeah, you can't do that. But like on the calf even, every time he's at the beach or something, with, he's, <laughs> he's, you know, he's with a beautiful girl, he's got to explain <laughs> what this is every time. Because it's, it's an unknown thing. It's not like, you know, he's putting like a... You know, a superhero tattoo on him. They're not gonna know what that is. <laughs> no, ninety nine point nine percent of people on the planet. I don't think. I don't think a single sorority girl has ever watched a Yu Gi Oh anime. Is that is that wrong of me to say? I, I think it's it's a very low percentage. Yeah, right. It's very it's a, low. Yeah, maybe one out of a million. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not. It's not a high. It's not a high one. I thought you were gonna say like one out of a hundred. No. It's like I think that's a little high. No. Um, and those are the girls. Obviously, Calibro goes. Exactly. He's got to go with so. that direction. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, I, I would just be amazing just for that. I completely agree. Um, uh, also, Razor Shark uh, added me earlier, but then I asked him to repeat it. He had two ideas for a top 15 list if you ever wanted to do it. Yeah, what are them? He said, what about one is favorite dual discs and one is oh. favorite hairstyles? Favorite hairstyles. To go in the more cosmetic realm. That's a good video. one. I would probably do um, top 10 if I did either of those, but yeah. I'll write them down. You know, I love video ideas. I'm writing out of ideas. I think that would be good. Yeah, hairstyles would be fun. Be a fun, lighthearted video. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, so, yeah, 
Final Four. Maybe. Who knows? You want to jump back to some Dono? I have never been, I don't think, this excited. And I, I've really enjoyed Sevens, as you know. Well, I'm pumped. I don't think I've ever been this. Is this the most excited you've ever been for the show? Probably, because there's just so much unpredictability between the tournament, these aliens, what's going on with Goha, characters returning, even Ron's is fascinating at this point. We've had so much growth between Gakuto and Roman the last few episodes. Like, there's so much going on. Yeah. I think and it's that, a great. That's, that's what's great. I think it's a great time to be a fan right now. It's a great really. time. Yeah, that was my first thought right when this episode ended. I'm like, wow, this is a good time to be a fan of the show. Oh yeah. We'll um, jump back to some. Donations. Yeah, we'll we'll jump back to some donations again. Probably going to be on the shorter end because it's just me and Pete. Yeah. Usually we have four of us, but that's you don't okay. Wanna listen to us forever. Alan Wilkinson donated <laughs> yeah. two pounds. Thank you, said, Alan. Always one step ahead? Question mark. Yami Yuga, show yourself. Da, da, yeah. Da. Yeah. Can you imagine Yuga gets like this dark partner version of him? Right, I'm down. Yeah, me too. And then it's revealed Yuga how you and he has the Millennium puzzle piece. <laughs> and, and connect the two shows. I'm just trying to will crossovers into existence. <laughs> Man, if we were doing this during the Arc Five days, dude, if talking Yu-Gi-Oh exists during the it Arc Five would, it days, it would have been fun. All the theories, like some of them, would have came true. Yeah, when that when that news broke, that. And I'll, I'll never forget where I was. I was in the cafeteria of my college. When that news broke that Jack Atlas and Crow were going to be in Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5 when they traveled to the Synchro Dimension, that episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! if we were doing it during the arc would have been wild. You would have lost it? We would have been talking about Yusei and Aki and the signers and what does this mean for the... Oh my god. And then none of it would have been true. Oh yeah. No, that, oh yeah. Well... Maybe it's, maybe it's best it wasn't. <laughs> we it, still, it still would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> no, it would have really been, been. been bonkers. I mean, it really would have been. Jesus. But it's fun right now. This is a good time. It's it fun. is. Kyle donated another two Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. Said, it seems like the notebook was made by Yoshio. See, that was something I said. Well, that is something you said. I, I mean, I, It did kind of seem like that, didn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know what the motive would be, but almost like she's shocked, like she recognizes, oh, it's her son's. Yeah. You know, her son's handwriting or something. I just don't believe there's any motive. Probably that not. Angle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what so is the I'm... motive? But that was one of the first thoughts I did have. Yeah, no, I know. I remember you said that to me. It's interesting, Kyle. I mean, it really could be anyone, that notebook. Yeah. <laughs> Shadowrum goes, and the goat mask would come out. And I imagine that's if we were doing it during the arc five days. See what you did, Shadow? This is your fault. This is your fault. I want to see how it looks because it looks. It's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You look like you're like one of the serial killers in like a B budget like murder mystery movie. That's you. Oh my god, it's amazing. I'll say this. If Aki ever shows up in another Yu-Gi-Oh anime, I will get a tattoo of Aki. Actually no, I'll take that back. I'm not gonna I do don't know if you want to Yeah, I'm not gonna commit to that. I've committed to a lot of things. I don't I don't want to commit to any tattoos. You wouldn't get an Aki tattoo? Um No, I would you know what I would do? I would commission someone to do a 48 by... I have an extra light box. I would commission Again, someone Aki, to do a 48 by 36 cool. painting, which would probably cost a lot of it money. It would cost a ton of money. You would, have to feel, you would have to find an artist that is not only talented, but also has a lot of free time. Yeah, 48 by 36. Yeah. Um, and then I would get that framed if she ever showed up again. I'd be down for that. Yeah. I, you know, that, that would suck, too. That is a good point. Like, what if a legacy character somehow returned in the show, which is never going to happen, and we're not reacting to it in that moment? Like, you weren't doing a pre-show, there wasn't anything. Like, you won't be able to get that beautiful reaction on on camera. 
That that would be the one downside. Yeah, I agree. That would suck. It really would suck. Sin Cloud is here. Hey, Sin Cloud, thank you so much. Fourteen Canadian dollars. Oh, thank you, Sin. And said my editing skills just got better. I've just learned how to remove the background music while keeping the dialogue. That gives me a lot of opportunities. Hey, if you could teach me how to do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, how do you do that? I don't know if Sin's still here, but you got to tell us how to do that, Sin. That's actually really cool. Help um, us, it's got to be. Out. Is it a program? I would imagine. I don't know, but I've always wondered how to do that. Yeah, me too. I've that's really wondered. cool. Sin because does... that's how they make all those edit videos where you could change the music from the show and put in custom music. Yeah, I've always wondered how to do that. Yeah, Sin does a lot of good edits with the dub and the sub music. It's really cool. Um, over on Vimeo, Sin, thank you for the donation. Thank you for everything you do for me. Hope you're having a good time in nice Canada. Nice to see you again. Yes. Xlayer is here. Xlayer64 donated $5 and said, Really enjoyed the episode overall, but was kind of annoyed mostly on Rook's gigs of abusing the council power. Then Tiger came to stop him. Was kind of bad. So you weren't a fan of that whole bit. I, that, I, that's actually one that worked for me. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, Xlayer. That's just, you know, who Rook is. I, I loved seeing Tiger put him in his place at the end, though. I will admit that. But Xlayer, it's good to see you. Thank you for the donation. And thank you for coming by tonight. It's greatly appreciated. Yes, thank you. Blake did another five dollars and said, "Do you, thank you Blake. do you think a Yu-Gi-Oh augmented reality game will come out like a Pokemon Go? I mean, I think that's possible. Yeah. There's also a Harry Potter one, right? Yeah. So it is possible that if it was popular enough, it got more popular, maybe throughout the world. I could see something like that happening. I don't know how it would work, like exactly, but I'm trying to be fascinating. It would be. I I don't think so." I don't think so. I I think the closest you're going to get is probably Duel Links. Because, um, like, how would it work? Right, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about it from, like, Pokemon Go's logistics. Right, because, like, you can meet up with a friend locally instead of trading your dueling, right? Mm-hmm. But on your own, you're not catching Pokemon, right? Like, are you... But you can also duel that friend from your house, just remotely. Yeah, so, yeah, so like, I, I don't understand. There, there would be some things there. But it would be cool yeah, though, if it works. Yeah, it would be amazing. I just can't visualize them doing it but it would be really cool i know there's a few fan projects right uh i think tgs did a video on it recently oh like one of the like fan funded ones yeah like those? i think it, yeah arc i think oh like an arc style kind of like an arc survival like a game like that. i think so yeah okay. I, didn't, I didn't watch the video that just might be the name of the company or the team but um yeah i know it would be really cool i just I, I can't see it happening but it would be really cool admittedly no definitely yeah uh, I'd rather see Yu-Gi-Oh! VR. Yes. You put on the virtual reality Well, they, there well, has been a little bit of that, but it's not been official. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So that I could see more than AR. Oh, that'd be awesome. I could see that more than AR. Then all eventually we get VR to progress to the point where you could like feel and smell the things in the game. Oh, yeah. You could feel your life points drain the way yeah. you're in there. Or like you summon blue eyes and you like you feel the wind of blue eyes I was thinking you. exactly. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, it'd be amazing. That'd be really cool. VR has just so many interesting... There's possibilities yeah. in general. You can go to a Walmart in VR and just... We're going to do that. <laughs> We're going to do that when we get it. When we get the VR headsets. The, the caliber road trip. I can't wait, dude. <laughs> can't wait. Hopefully he's not still here. Uh, Blake, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Kyle did another two Brazilian dollars and said, What attracts her to Neil? Ron's eyes, dot, dot, dot. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Uh, I know you're probably joking. Um... Yeah, I, I, I just think that she views him as more powerful and she could learn more from serving him. I think it's all about just increasing her motivation of improving herself. And she's outgrown Gakuto, I think, in a lot of ways. Slash is feels ashamed of what she did. 
So. God, I hope that it doesn't end up being Gakuto versus Neil. I think Gakuto would get smacked, dude. I think we could see Rons go against Gakuto in the tournament again. We could see that. Yeah, but then again, if that happens, Rons might win because a lot of times these rematches go the other well, way. That's what I'm saying. I could mean, be, could be, be. And she wins because Neil gave her some other card or taught her in some other way, plus the motivation. But then that shows Gakuto's regression a little bit, doesn't it? No, it just shows that Rons is... It's improved and yeah. he stayed stagnant. I guess it's whether they want to go I mean, all he, in with He her. said that in this episode. He was saying that he needs to get better. Yeah, which he's is ironic because he's because he won. He's on the longest win streak of any Yu-Gi-Oh character right now. I know, isn't that wild? He's on a three-win streak. No wild. other character in this show besides Rook. Besides Rook has yeah, a three-win streak. Yeah, well, he has a loss it, so we can't count. Yeah. Uh, Xlayer did another five dollars and said, "Hey, Dill, check on Jay Bix's Twitter. He tweeted something on a new preview pick for episode forty-two. I will pull it up. X-Layer, thank you. So while you do that, you want me to jump to the next one? Um, yes. Jump to the next Kyle one. donated another five Brazilian dollars and said maybe she goes to Neil to get a maximum to Gakado, and that's why she has not. She does not take her uniform out because she thinks that she is still serving him. So this is all like a thing for Gakato to get Gakato a maximum? Is that what you mean? I guess that's possible. I just, I just don't see that being the case. I yeah. really don't. I don't either. Um, wow. What's the picture? So the picture is, um, I'm going to do our best to describe it. Uh, Rook and Hunter in a cave. We saw that a little bit. Asana, Galliant, and Schwer are in the cave as well. Yep. So they're involved. And there's men in space. And three there's men in space three suits. men in spacesuits underground. And then this is the other shot. Well, we did see Rook digging in the in the preview shot. We did see that. So, I mean, it makes sense. Weird. Really weird. What, what is that? What is the kid's name that's like the excavator, the digger? Hunt. Hunt. Right? Hunt. Hunt. With his nose. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Kyle and Xlayer, thank you for the donations. I'm actually going to see. You can keep reading. I'm going to see if I can, can pull, it up. pull it up for you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I can show you guys. So, again, this is a preview pick for 42. And you can keep reading if you want, Pete. Yeah, definitely. I'm just reading some comments there. Uh, Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars and said, We all expected Dawn of Majesty to be the majestic dragon support. The next core set after is Burst of Destiny. I really hope that means D-Hero's support. Yeah, so I would imagine it's going to be a Vrains-related set. That doesn't mean that we can't get um, D-Hero's um, Destiny. You would imagine it's going to be Destiny Heroes. Um, Salomon Greats, I guess, are a possibility. Um... Yeah, I, I don't really know what Vrain's characters we're going to get. Unless it resets back to dual monsters, you would imagine it's going to be a Vrain set. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, very very interesting there, Kevin. I'll be very, I'll be keeping a close eye on what uh, what characters we get for that set. That'll be really cool to, to check. Definitely. Uh, Nick Schoener is here, donated $5. And said, I love this episode between Ron's and Gakuto's duel. Mimi knew the book. And Rook and Kaizo being kings, quote, uh, for Goha's tournament. Do you think Rons will do uh, dual Gakuto? Yes, I think so. I think that's where we're going to lead up. I, I don't. I, I do. I think that's another, that's a rematch that is coming. I don't think so. Sorry, I'm a little, uh... Well, you're pulling it in. He's pulling the image in for everyone so you guys can see it on screen. Okay, okay. we're here. What JVix put on uh, Twitter. So you should be able to see that now on your screen. So this is the preview for episode um, 42. 
Uh, kind of weird, right? We got these astronauts. Yeah. Um, and I like how Asana and her team are involved. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I was worried that where they go away. Yeah. So I'm happy. I had a feeling they were going to stick with the uh, formula, keep them around. Yeah. Just kind of weird. And again, it's 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 space theme, right? It's space underground theme. again. We've seen two or three aliens now. Underground. Remember, Chicago was underground, and now there's a whole and uh, and also was Soraka. That was also underground because remember that's oh, where they right. found the underground you're ramen right. shop you're in right. Goa. Two right. underground. What's that about? Why are there astronauts underground? Uh, uh, is that them? Is that just people <laughs> that they they just came back from somewhere? What is, dude? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I tell you, I'm very fascinated. I'm I'm, 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 I'm very invested. Oh, I'm so invested. Very invested. I'm so invested. No idea what's happening, but. There's anything that I can take away logically from yeah. that? I'm happy that Asana and her crew are back. Mm -hmm. Happy about that. I feel like we're playing Jackbox again. Oh my God! Are you an the, alien? Who's the imposter? Are you an alien? Yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah. So interesting stuff there, guys. Interesting stuff there. Yeah, I really like that. I like where that's going. And Nick, thank you for the donation. Yes. Uh, you still? Did you say uh, you said you don't think Ron and Gakuto are going to duel again? I don't. Um, and I guess we talked about me being the book, so yeah. Uh, Janet Ernest donated another two Canadian dollars and said, do you think we will see an older Yuga in the future? I honestly think there's a possibility of that. Maybe we take like a flash forward at kind of like at the end of the show to see where all our characters are and they've grown up a little bit. I could see that. Shows have done that before. I, I like when shows do that, but I will caution only one of the six Yu-Gi-Oh shows has done that before. Uh, I'm going to vote no. I don't think we're going to get any sort of fast forward. If we do, it'll be six months, maybe a year. I don't think we're going to get a much older. was six months, right? Yeah, Frames was six months. I don't think we're going to get a much older Yuga. Um, Frames was not even the show I was referring to. but yes. No, no, but I'm saying it was six months. Yeah. The only one. And I, I'd be down for it, though, Janeth. I, I would love to see where they are grown up, even if it's just for ten minutes at the end. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Even if it was a couple-year jump, I think it would It's always cool when shows do that. Yeah, I, I always like definitely. that. Definitely. Anonymous anime lover is here. Anonymous, thank Donate, you. Donate five dollars. Thank said, you. Hi Dylan and Pete. Have a great night. Long live you. Long live you. Yeah, I gotta get that. Or I gotta get that wording up there. Honestly, thank you so much, Anonymous. I hope you have a great night yourself. And uh, thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the donation. I hope you're well. doing well, Anonymous. Yes, hope you're doing well. Of course. Uh... Kyle donated another 10 Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. Ernest, uh, I guess he was writing to her. I hope to. I really hope that the Studio Bridge gives Yukio a, a Digimon treatment now that uh, that their protagonist changed, but the new cast interacts with the old ones as they live all together. There is nothing that I probably want more from Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 than that, assuming we stick with Bridge. I think that's a possibility I think it is Yu-Gi-Oh! 8. I think it is yeah. too. And Yu Gi Oh! 8. Very of dual monsters to GX yeah, style. Because yeah. Gallup, I thought they had such a good opportunity to expand on the beautiful worlds that they had already built in each Yu Gi Oh! And they, they didn't do that. Especially in Brains, it was literally virtual reality. We talked at the end of the show about other worlds. Yeah. A, I know. I know. So I, um. Yeah, I would love it. There's nothing more that I'd like more than you from Yu Gi Oh! I just think at this point. It'll be hard to to go back to the other shows now that we're in a different studio. I agree. The I other think shows it is are... way more plausible for Yuko 8, assuming we stay with Bridge in the same art style, that they can bring back a Yuka, a Roman, for an episode or something like that. Fully To agree. mentor 
are new characters in that. Fully agree. I could see the, that. the Gallup shows. I think are done and dusted. I think unfortunately, there's probably as much as we joke about it, there's yeah. probably not going to be any connection. No, but Yu-Gi-Oh! It'll be fun speculation because I, I think it will be in the same world as yeah. Seven. I, I mean, considering how well it's being received in Japan and how well the episodes are doing, I don't see as a company in Konami why you would take it away from Bridge. Yeah, you did all this work to put in a new dueling style. Why? Go, hey, you did great, but uh, no thanks. We're going to put Yukio 8 somewhere else. We're going to go back to Gala. Like, why would you do that? So, yeah. I, I feel like there's more of a chance for those to be interconnected. Agreed. Uh, Blake donated another $2. Thank you, Blake. He said, if Otis is said Okaiba, how should the show progress? So, we went, we just did a whole monologue, <laughs> and I didn't read this previously, and we went right back into Gallup. Thank you, Blake. Oh, that uh, that's my community. That I good. love it. Thank good. you, Blake. Um, so I think you mean when Otis is revealed to be Seto Kaiba, oh, oh, uh, what will like be that. what will happen? Um, no, if if Otis was Seto Kaiba, there'd be a lot of questions. Why is he here? How did he get here? Yeah. What's the motivation? I he was dead. Right. What, what time period is this? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't even know where to begin. It would be freaking awesome. It's just there's no way. No. No. There's no way in the world. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if it somehow happened. This man might have a panic attack. I think I'd die. I don't even think you would know. You might have an aneurysm. You might not even know what to do with Yeah, yourself. which would suck. I wouldn't actually be able to see the episode. I'd I just know. hear the announcement and just, I would just die on the spot. Oh, that'd be great. Especially if you think about the thumbnail. If you were reacting like it was the, the finale, like the ending shot in a pre show. Yeah. That'd oh be nuts. My God, it'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be me I'd, forever. I'd look out of my mind. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Kyle did another $5. Thank you, Kyle. And said, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's tag team. So you have Yuga, Gakuto, Roman, Neil, Ron, Sebastian, Mezaburo, Sushiko, and Nick Yagi. Long live Nick Yagi. Luke, Tiger, and Yoshio, the clubs, and then Roageta and uh, Mino Yushiro. I, I look, I like, um... Yuga, or the Rook Tiger. I cannot see Rook and Tiger being on the same team. I wonder how Yoshio would fit in there as well. Well, Yoshio loves Rook, so yeah. I could see them I guess being, they could fit I can see area. them. I cannot see Rook and Tiger being It'd on the same so team. It'd be so amazing. Yeah, though, but that, I, I like those teams. I love those examples. Actually, when you said Yuga Gakuto and Roman Kai, I was like, where are you going to put Rook? I can't see Rook and Tiger working together, but that'd be they scary. Are fam- they are family. Not, not only are they family, They're though, powerful. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could argue they're two of the best duelists in the world. I mean, they world. just be destroying people. Yeah. At least that we've seen. So what was far. Neil's team in there? Neil would be with Rons and Sebastian, Sebastian. Okay. which totally fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the you know the Machine Cavalry Club would be their own thing, and and then team. the Newspaper Club could be. If their they do own it that thing. way, dude, I don't know who the favorite is. There's a lot of good teams there. Oh yeah, and you would also have the um, the Dino Club. Yeah, they're, they're a team of three as well, right? Well, they're they're the team you go after to get wins, but yeah, it's messed up. Up. Or you go after Nick Yagi. Uh, no, Nick Yagi is going to be a goddamn legend. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. All right, yeah. I'm just letting you know he's either going to duel once and lose or he's never going to duel. Okay. Once and lose. All I need him to do is show up for next episode and you're wearing a, a wig. Okay, but he's not going to show up, so it's all good. Okay. Kyo donated. Uh, I'm so, you know, I'm also upset that we have to wait two weeks to figure that out. Kyo donated another $5. Thank you, Kyo. And said, Nick said, uh, quote, Kaizo manga deck is funny, and he is uh, hoping to see it in the anime. I hope too, and I hope his ace is feral, and I guess it was imp, but then he put in parentheses simp, he made it. Dark magician level six. That would be amazing. Dark machine um, level six. 
Oh, I gotta catch up in the manga. I know Roa's cards in the manga because of is it craziness. the same? Because I know Rook is is the main protagonist. Yeah. But are we in the same time period, or just does its own? thing? I think it does its own thing. completely. Own I'm thing. not 100 percent sure on that. I gotta catch up on the Sevens manga, so I actually don't know what deck Kaizo plays. But I'll look into it. If he plays a cool deck in the manga, I'd love to see it in the anime as well. And thank you, Kyle, for another donation, man. Going crazy, dude. Thank you. I don't know. How do you read the manga? Some somebody asked. I don't know. I imagine it's released somewhere, right? It's. Re I think. Who releases it? Does JBEX release it? Someone releases it. I I actually don't know. I I I'm usually pretty good at accessibility stuff. I don't know that that answer. I feel like it's. I have not heard anything about that. Yeah. But I'm guaranteed there's some quick Twitter search and you can figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds. Thank you, said, Alan. Yuga's going to get a videotape in the mail, dot, dot, dot. Just like Yugi and Pegasus. And then Yuga's going to lose his... Yuga's going to lose Asana's grandfather. Because his... <laughs> I don't even like the way you were so happy about that because it's a blood. He's dead already. No, no, no. Remember, Asana's great-grandfather is alive at the end of the at the end of 39. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was kind of so, weird. So he's alive, and we're going to immediately kidnap him and take his He's, he's going to be visiting Yuga's house. Asana will be there. It's actually going to be an identical scene. That would be pretty hilarious if they did it that way. That's an the homage. An identical scene to what happens in Duel Monsters. Bro. I'm down for it. Great idea, Alan. I really do love that idea. Uh, Kyle did another $5 and said, I think Tiger is the best duel so far and just lost to Yuga because it was her first rush duel. First loss uh, to Luke could easily be Tiger. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I have no qualm with that at all. No, I really don't. I wouldn't have any issue with that. I we really we also know that... Um, I also have no qualm with people saying that Tiger only lost to Yuga because she was unfamiliar with the form. But also, didn't she have a chance to beat him, but she just didn't draw the exact thing she mm -hmm. needed, right? So, like, yes. was, that was a realistic situation where... She had him. She, she could have beat him, beaten. but in in making it in realistic, which I, I enjoy that Sevens does that, as opposed to a lot of these, you know, previous shows where there's always a destiny, draw heart of the cards thing, mm -hmm. is that you can brick. Yeah. You can mess up. Yeah, oh yeah. And so, I think that's what happened. Yeah. That Some time. people would say Yuga kind of got unlucky with his cards against Roman. He didn't draw, I think he drew one trap card. You can, that, you or can one spell. definitely say that. But that's realistic. It's yeah. realistic. So, I, I do like that a lot. Agreed. Uh, Kyle donated another $5. Kyle, man, thank and, you. And dude. he was quoting, uh, he was quoting, uh, well, that was horrible. He was quote, uh, quoting Salab who says, uh, if Roa duels Roman, his next song will be Roman Chan. I still <laughs> want the Mimi there when Gallant reveals yes. being Yoshio's dad. Yes, yes, great you comment. Know, stop, stop me, adding. Meet me. Well, that was a leaked single on Roa's Roa Roman's I new album. Hate no, you. no, it's true. Meet me there, Mimi Chan. That was actually a single on no, his album. No, that is what you sing. No, torture us no. every day. I sing that by the way when we're not live. Yeah, he does. I'll just he really, into that. He really meet does. me there, Mimi Chan. I, I listen. I just want Roa back so we can get another insert song, and hopefully, hopefully it has to do with me, and me. But we'll see. Nicholas Horton also wrote to me and said, "Pete, the Sevens manga is released on Manga Dex, but the website is down because of a server hack." Ooh. It's apparently really okay. Cool. Manga Dex. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Xlayer donated five dollars. Thank you, Xlayer. Yesterday was a tragic day, seeing a massacre of our fellow Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I stream on Twitch. The link to that is down below. If you want to follow me on there, I would appreciate it. Every Tuesday night, I play Pokemon. I've been doing a Pokemon randomizer emerald Nuzlocke. 
Uh, it has not gone well. I think we're on attempt number four. Four, yeah. We struggled last night. I killed probably like 15 Pokemon. He, quote, plays recklessly. Yeah, it went really well. I I play recklessly. Yeah, and, and we see how that goes. Dodrio killed a lot of my Pokemon. It swept my team. Yep. Listen, I, I don't have anything else to say. Didn't you also lose to an Alakazam? Yes. That also happened as well. You had him down like at basically no health, and he still wiped your team because it wasn't leveled enough. It's a good time. Really I believe my excited. quote was, oh, we got this. This gym's over. And then that final Alakazam. Yeah. There's also a few times where you go, well, that's the Nuzlocke. And then you easily beat whoever it is. And that <laughs> always aggravates me. <laughs> if, so, if someone is born, they want to put a compilation of every time Dylan says, well, that's the Nuzlocke. But it actually isn't the Nuzlocke. At me on Twitter, if people care. Anyway, a lot of high drinks on Twitch. You can follow me over there. We'll be playing Fall Guys tomorrow night. So. New season. You can follow me. Yeah, new season. You can follow me over there. Thank you, X-Slayer. Yes, thank you. Nicholas Horton donated 10 pounds and said, The burst generation of Beyblade anime has had a different main protagonist and cast of characters each season, with the previous protagonist coming back in supportive roles. Yeah. So, Nicholas, first of all, thank you for another very big, generous donation. You're always a legend, dude. I think I said to Pete off-stream, I think I said it to Nick T as well, Nicholas Horton is at this podcast live every single week. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, Since I the can't remember days. him missing one. And Nicholas, it, you're on the, you're on, you know, you're, you're on UK man. Yeah, you're like five UK. hours ahead. So you're on like a five hour ahead time clock. So this is so late for you, man. Thank you for another donation, dude, and uh, another great comment. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I I hope it happens, man. I would and love I for think the, that could work more with seven and eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would love for the cast of eight to utilize the cast of sevens and be in the same universe, but. We need a Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 to be confirmed first, so let's just, you know, hold off until that happens, and pray to God it will. There's also a few people making this interesting theory comment, if you don't mind. I know, I'm down. Uh, Do you think that there's a way, and I actually think this could happen, that Otis is an older version of Yuga, somehow? Like time travel or something? (laughs) I can totally see it. So many shows do that, do they not? I can totally see that. Oh man, that is a... uh... That's not a bad theory, honestly. 2.38 a.m., Nick. Go to bed. That's not a bad theory. I never thought about that. It's happened in multiple shows I've watched. I don't... Oh, my God. I hope they don't do it, though. I I hope they don't do it. It it is a little overdone. Yeah. I I don't think they'll do it, but it's actually... It's way more believable than him being Kaiba, which is my theory. So... It's definitely more believable than that. Yes. I like that. Otis, a future Yuga. I, that's pretty cool. I hope they don't do it. I don't think they will, but I, I, I don't hate that theory. I really don't. That's a good crack theory. I like that it, a lot. It's, it's definitely a good crack theory. Electric Coven donated five Australian dollars. Another five. Ooh, thank said, you, Kevin. I just watched Godzilla vs. King Kong 18 hours ago, and it was so awesome. I highly recommend it. Giant monster fights are the best thing ever. I am a huge Godzilla fan, and I do plan on watching that on my vacation next week. Uh, so yeah, so I'm excited to, um, to hear some positive things about it. I've been hearing a lot of positive things about it, which is good. I don't care about human characters. I just want to see the two of them beat the crap. That's what Kevin says. It's, it's all I want two say. monsters fighting. That's all I want to say. Yeah, it's going to be the Batman versus Superman treatment as they're fighting each other through the whole movie, and then they have to team up at the end to fight another bigger threat, guaranteed. That's how they all go. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. But I'm still excited. If it's good, it's going to be a great fight. It's all I want. Kevin, thank you for not spoiling anything, and thank yes, you for I the donation, that. Kevin. Thank you, my man. Kayo donated another $5. And Kayo, jeez. So Otis cannot be said of because he uses a third-rate duelist card. 
and he would he would never do that. But maybe he's related to Seta somehow. Okay, I like that. Right, third rate duelist Joey Wheeler's red eyes. That's a good point. He would rather cut off his own hand than use red eyes black dragon. Than use anything that Genochi. Yeah, do. absolutely. So um, you're you're a good we, point, we, Kyle. We need Nick T here to do the dub voice of Joey. Oh yeah, he, he does it he, well. He's really good at that. <laughs> he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Donated another five dollars and said really like sevens. Could be at my top three because each duel feels realistic and seeing our protagonist hand brick is something that I've wanted for so long. That's literally what we just said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, X-Layer, right now, with the trajectory of sevens, I could see it ending up in my, like, two to four area. Absolutely. I could see it ending up in... I think it's I think it's ceiling is probably two or three for me. And I think it's floor is probably four or five. I can't see... And that's out of seven. I, I mean, unless it really just uncharacteristically completely loses me uh, in the la you know, like like in arc five, but worse in the last like you know half of the show, which I don't think that that's gonna. The show is just too tightly written for me to be yeah. worried about that. And with arc five, it was so ambitious that you knew even when it was going on that it had a chance to it had a chance to blow up. It's like you're you're mining for gold, yeah. but you know that there might be dynamite behind the wall. But you also know that you could be rich if you strike it. And so you you know the risks, you know, in those dynamite mines. Right. You know the risk. That might be well, it's a Minecraft thing. You know right. the risk. Right. Um, and unfortunately, you know, with, with sevens it seems smoother. Like you're in the California gold rush, right. and you know that you're probably not going to die. But there, you could still be very rich. Or you least... could take it as more of a realistic thing that you're you're well, that you're, was realistic. You're mining for precious metals, but also you could accidentally hit a gas pocket and blow up, and that's kind of what what happened with our. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you just want to take it more. No, no, no. Honestly, you're 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 more intelligent than me. That's not true. <laughs> uh, that right now is it for YouTube donations. There is a few link donations if you want to jump over to the last. Thank you guys for using the link. Thank you guys for donating. Xlayer, thank you. Kayo, thank you. Let me uh, let me get these link ones up. And thank you for making Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, Sevens Up, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! The number one watched number one. Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens podcast in the world. That is insane. Thank you guys. Yes, thank you. Chapel of Flapple, thank you for the donation. If Nick Yagi shows up next episode, I will change my name to Church of Nick Yagi for yes. a month. If not, I will change my name to Dylan Sanctuary for a month. Get ready to change your name to that. I will bet everything on this next episode. Subscribe to Dylan or repent. Hashtag justice for all Nicks. Exactly. So justice for Nick Yagi. There you go. I like that. I'm not going to humor it. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, solid snack. Thank you for the $3 donation. I'm a fan of Ronze now. Wish she won. Her teaming up with Nail could be super cool. Maybe a tourney is super cool. Maybe a tourney team of them plus Sebastian. Uh, Kakako seems interesting. Hope the tourney gives some info on the aliens. Yeah. What do you want to see in a tourney? I want to see a twins rematch. So we kind of went over that. Um, what we want to see in a tourney, right? Um, just good duels. I want to see good Roa. Duels and uh, duels that would normally never happen in, in arcs. Yeah. Let's put together some, some interesting matchups. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Me too. Um, but Sora, solid snack. Thank you, my man. Those were the only two I had. Yes, those are the only two so I have here. I'm good there. X-Layer just did another five and said, what is the most disappointing moment slash arc in all of a Yu-Gi-Oh series? Is it Battle Beast for you? For me, it's Battle Beast. Of did a course. whole video on that. I've done a whole, yeah. I mean, X-Layer, you can't ask me that. You've, you've seen my rant on the Battle Beast arc. Full arc would be... Probably Noah's virtual world. Probably Noah's virtual world for me. 
What about you? I mean, I've obviously watched a lot less Yu-Gi-Oh. I know. That's um, why I'm putting you on the spot, bro. Hmm. It was it, is it that last Sevens arc for you? Yeah, it might be, honestly, yeah. if I'm thinking about it, right? That or, I guess, the beginning arc, starting off Reigns. I thought the show got was very slow. Just so started. you know, Pete's only watched all of Reigns, all and, of Sevens, yeah. and the first chunk of episodes of the first three. Right, but, so. I, yeah, I don't want to speak on those because I haven't finished the show. Of course, so. of course. But, yeah, um, that, probably at the moment. Either that beginning of Reigns, which I thought was very rough, or uh, or that last arc actually of sevens I wasn't a fan of. Yeah, the timing of Noah's virtual world is is a sin. That's that could be another rant video coming in, honestly. Um, but guys, thank you. That sevens up. That is sevens up. Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens up. Episode forty-one. Uncertain times. We're uncertain about where the show's going. Ronze very uncertain about what her next move forward is. Same with Gakuto. And honestly. It is really, really a good time, I think, to be a Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s mm -hmm. fan right now. I think it's maybe the best time to be a fan of this show. We will be here with you every single week, breaking down every single episode over the top in an analysis way that no one needs. But we are still thankful that over 100 of you guys join us every single week. Thank you guys for putting Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, on your radar and on your phones and on your laptops and at home with you and making us a part of your Wednesday nights. You guys are amazing. Uh, Kyle just did another five Brazilian Thank, thank you so much, said, Kyle. Imagine a world where Nick, Yargi, uh, Nick Yagi starts to show in multiple episodes Yugi wig with the goat mask and maybe some Yukio costumes like a Battle Beast cosplay. If Nick, if Nick Yagi wins if a duel... If he becomes a relevant character, you have to commission Nina and Christina to make you a Battle Beast cosplay that you have to wear here on No, time. I'm not doing that. You gotta I, do it. No, I, I'm already commissioning them to make a Bandit Keith cosplay. All my all my stuff is going to them. They're great people. They, they are, they are. But I gotta focus on the Bandit Keith one. We're approaching 75k on the channel. Um, you know, I, stream, I make YouTube videos, obviously. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, great promotion. We are. I also stream over on Twitch. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I've been posting more on Instagram as well. Um, trying to, you know, get my Instagram game up. So link for that should be down below. Follow Pete as well. Pete, promote your stuff. You got some cool stuff in the works. Yeah, uh, Clueless Gamers is my YouTube channel. If you want to subscribe to that, I would greatly appreciate it. I mostly do uh, trailer reactions, movie reviews, which obviously have been slower these days because movies have pretty much been non-existent uh and tv show reactions which is the thing going on right now we are reacting dylan and i and a few of our friends here react to falcon and the winter soldier the first episode reaction of that just went live about right before we started the seventh podcast uh, so if you're interested in that please as soon as you exit this just jump right over to that reaction and watch it i would greatly appreciate it uh and there's a lot of things coming uh from me i won't talk about them right now but i'll give you a little Hint of that, and uh, follow me on Twitter at PeteVaccaro21. Big things coming. Follow Pete. Uh, follow the rest of the team. Again, Calibro will hopefully be back next week. No podcast next week. No talking Yu-Gi-Oh! next week. We'll probably do an After Dark or some crazy thing on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, and then two weeks from now, we will be breaking down episode 42. Uh, we should have our full team. Nick T and Calibro should be back with us for that. Yes. No pick'em as well for 42. We don't know who's dueling. Thank you guys all so much for watching. To everyone who donated from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting this channel and breathing life into this channel. I truly do mean that. You guys are all amazing. You deserve the world. Have a blessed rest of your night. Have a great rest of your week. And until next time, guys, Thank you so much for watching, and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care, guys. See you guys. Peace.